Hi, and welcome to the Medicine for Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lynn Stiff. I'm a dietitian turned physician passionate about empowering people to use their lifestyle as medicine. Many of the chronic diseases and cancers that affect our world can be prevented. I'm on a mission to provide you with evidence-based tools and education so you can implement realistic and sustainable changes into your life to combat disease, reach your health goals, and lead your best life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Let's begin this journey together. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me for my second episode of this podcast. Um, I wanted to do a quick little uh, podcast about goal setting because even though this isn't directly related to medicine, it's extremely essential that we focus on goal setting when we talk about implementing changes you might learn about on the podcast, um, as well as trying to figure out how you want to focus the things you're working on in your life. I just recently did a Facebook Live that goes over this very topic. Um, it's an hour long, so I will try to summarize it as succinctly as possible, um, but you can definitely catch that over on my Facebook page, um, so the link will be in the show notes. Uh, but basically, uh, it goes through a workbook that I created. The link for that will also be in the show notes. The workbook is focused on having you dream big dreams, review your past and see where you've been so you don't make the same mistakes again, and then create very clear action items that can get you exactly where you want to go. I think one of the biggest holdups that people have when they're making goals that are things that they can actually accomplish is that they don't look at their past. They don't see the things that they've tried before. We've all been there where we try something new and then after two weeks, it's not working and we're like, just the same story again. You know, it's the same thing that happened last time. We get discouraged and we quit. Similarly, people will set goals that aren't specific and detailed enough. SMART goals have been around for a long time. Um, I believe everyone kind of in mainstream has heard the term before. Basically, a SMART goal is something that's specific, measurable, attainable, timely. Oh, sorry, I missed one. And realistic, sorry. <laughs> the R comes before the T. Um, but basically, having a SMART goal does not necessarily set you up for complete success. Sure, it's great that if your goal is by March 31st, I will be able to run a 5K. Uh, that's great. It's all of the criteria of a SMART goal. But how do you get there? You can't just say, I'm going to run a 5K and then it happens. You have to put steps in place and plan out uh, multiple steps that will be checkpoints to see that you'll be able to achieve that goal. And sometimes along the way, you realize it's taking longer than you actually thought it would take. So it's really essential that we aren't just setting one goal, no matter how smart it is. We don't just set one goal and then assume the stars will align and on a whim, we'll make the right decisions to get us to where we want to be. So this workbook goes through a very detailed approach. Again, it was an hour workshop and I still cut all of the brainstorming pieces short. I think that this would be something you could easily set an hour and a half aside for um, to work through goals for 2020. So the, I'm going to kind of go through the workbook. What you're going to do is first figure out where you want to go. So what do you want to focus on? And I want people when they're on this step to have that part of their brain that tells them they can't do things to kind of sit on a couch in another corner and just let them be. So basically, I want you to think of all the things you want to accomplish and then pick one area you're going to focus on. And for five minutes, maybe longer, 
just dream uninhibitedly about that. What would that look like? How would you feel? How would your life appear to others? And how would it feel to you? And I want you to just dream of all of the aspects of your life that would be affected, your relationships, your job, your, your hobbies, everything. And then after you've dreamed without that little voice telling you that your dreams are ridiculous, you then sit down with pen and paper and move those dreams from the part of your brain that focuses on dreaming to the part of the brain that focuses on action. So this is in the front part of your brain and you activate this by physically writing down what these dreams are. And I want you to journal for at least five to 10 minutes. And honestly, I think pen and paper is different than typing. Some people love typing. And by all means, if you can get really inspired and journal with typing, you can do that. But there's just something about writing it on paper. And honestly, you don't need to go back. Don't worry about grammar and punctuation and writing the wrong words or scribbling things out. All of that doesn't matter. All that matters is that all these dreams in your mind are put onto paper so that at some point, if you need to, you can go back and think, what was it I was thinking that day? How did I come up with this goal and re-inspire yourself? So after you've done that, you're going to look at where you've been related to these goals. So I want you to reflect back on the past. Think about all the times you've attempted something in this realm. This might be the first time you're attempting this specific health goal, but I'm sure you've attempted health goals of some type in the past. So go back and think of all of the things you've tried before and just write it all, brain dump it all into the paper. And then I want you to look at this and star all the times that you've had some amount of success. So ones that you would say are globally successful and then put an X by all the ones that were globally unsuccessful. And what you'll do is you're going to really dive down deep and think about all of the positives that happen from these experiences and all of the negatives that have happened from these experiences. So in the workbook, I have a piece of paper. The left side is helpful outcomes and the right side is areas for improvement. So when you're looking at the positive uh, starred areas, I want you to think, what went well about this? Why do I think I succeeded? How did I feel when I was doing this? What were things that were supportive? What was my mindset like? You know, all of the things that helped you achieve that goal. And then at the same time, I want you to shift over to the right side of the paper for the areas of, of improvement and think, what got in my way? What was a barrier that I encountered? What was something that didn't go well or someone that was not helpful? And those are areas for improvement. And one thing that you can be that can help you a lot with this is if you then think, so this thing got in my way, but I still succeeded. How did I do that? You know, that would be a helpful outcome. Those are strengths that are going to help you succeed at this new goal. After you've done the positive outcomes, I want you to go down to the negative outcomes. I want to preface that it's really important that there is no shame involved in these in any of this. Just because you didn't reach a goal does not make you a bad person and it does not mean you're a failure. There are a variety of factors that play into when we succeed and don't succeed. The people who turn things around and ultimately reach their goals are the ones that don't let that define them. Instead, they learn from these mistakes. So if you're still struggling with getting past the fact that it didn't work and you, you know, I'm a failure, I can never do this. If those are your mindset, you need to pause on all goal setting and work on that mindset because you will never reach a substantial goal if that is your mindset. Um, but to get back to the areas for improvement, you want to think about you know, what positive thing came from this. Was it that this was a total failure, but I learned running is not my thing and I'm not going to be a runner. I need to set goals that aren't around running, even though 
everyone around us sets those goals. That's not for me. Or maybe it was, I'm not a morning exerciser, even though everyone I know who is fit and healthy exercises before work, that is not for me. Those are things that are positive from these negative experiences. So basically you've learned to set yourself up for success. You need to set goals that have you exercising, doing things you enjoy in times that you will actually do them. So doing them at night or after work or midday or whatever works well for you. And then I want you to think about what went so poorly with this. Why did this not work? And try to figure out all the things that maybe got in your way of being successful. Maybe it wasn't the right time. Maybe you weren't as committed as you wanted to be. Um, maybe a big life event happened. Maybe someone was very hurtful to you and kind of squashed any goal you had because you felt like you couldn't do it because they were judging you. So I want you to dive into all of this and you know, figure out how you can set yourself up for success and how you can prevent yourself from failing. After you have done all this, you will move on to dreaming big. So at the beginning, you did that uh, brainstorming session on what it was you wanted to work on. So now you're going to set your goal. And after you've thought about all of this, you have been able to hopefully fine tune some like really big goal you have. I want it to be at least a year out. This is the bigger goal. We're going to set smaller ones that lead up to it. But you set this big, huge goal even 10 years out. Okay, it can be a, an obscene goal, something that you're scared to tell anyone about. Okay, and then you can set smaller goals to kind of get you to that point. So, what you're going to do is then use the SMART framework to set smaller goals or objectives of sort of what you're going to reach to get to that bigger goal. So, again, SMART is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. Um, and so, what you're going to do is, and again, in the workbook, the next page has this kind of in a nice um, graphic form, but you'll write your goal, whatever your one-year goal is, and then three things that you feel you'll need to have accomplished for that goal to be a success. So let's say your goal is, so I'm going to use one of my goals that's not health-related, but to give you an example of how you can do this. So my one-year goal is to become a conference presenter. And so three things that I think need to happen for me to feel like I've reached that goal. One is to have spoken at two local conferences by the end of the year 2020. The second is to have contacted at least 20 people about speaking engagements, because in order to be a speaker, I need to have made networking and contacts to ultimately speak at these conferences. And then the third one would be to have a mentor who speaks at conferences that is actively giving me encouragement and um, and helping me along in this journey of becoming a speaker. So you can see how I could just set three goals, but those three like objective type goals are very actionable items that stem to the bigger dream that I have, as opposed to um, kind of scattering these objectives into their own separate silos. So then, um, because actually, sorry to back up, because if you want to set big goals, there are multiple pieces that will need to be in place to reach them. If you're starting with smaller goals, like running a 5K, there are not as many variables that play into it. Now, if you want to be a really great 5K runner um, and you're not just doing it for general fitness, well, obviously there's more that will go into it because you'll need to you know, be cross training and doing different types of workouts like speed workouts and tempo runs. 
and you'll need to be doing weight training and other things that are going to support you in running 5Ks. Uh, but that's probably not your first goal. Your first goal is probably to be able to physically run for 3.1 miles. So um, whatever your goal is, the level and in, in depth of that goal will determine the level and depth of these objectives that go with it. And so now that you have this general idea of what you need to work towards over this year to reach your bigger goal, you can make a roadmap. And so just like driving in a car, you would never just get on the road and drive. You would have a plan. And not only would you have a plan, you ha will actually start by looking at where am I going? And then you will look at the big picture. How am I going to get from point A to point B? One thing that I think can be very helpful is to have checkpoints along the way. And I recommend doing this over a, for a year goal quarterly. So every three months will be a check-in for you to assess if you're on the right track, if you need to adjust your goals, what, what else do you need to do to be able to stay focused and reach this bigger long-term goal. And so the um, handout goes through mapping out your success by going through your uh, quarterly goals and then creating SMART goals for each quarter. So, you know, maybe by month nine with my speaking goal, I'm going to have wanted to speak, uh, to have spoken at at least one conference by that point. So then what things do I need to do to get to that point? And the same thing, you know, month six. So maybe by that point, I want to have a, a healthy network of contacts for speaking engagements. And then maybe my three-month goal is that I want to have a speech created that's actually been crafted and tested and um, practiced and proofread and all of that stuff. And so just by doing this simple exercise, I now have benchmarks along the way or checkpoints along the way where I can assess, am I on track to getting to where I want to go? And then within each of these, I'm going to have goals to work towards. So in order to make my three-month goal, of having a speech, I'm there's steps along the way. It's not a matter of just writing a speech today. Well, I can do that. There are still things that will have to happen. I'll need to practice and proofread and find people who will listen to me give the speech, um, kind of vet it with people who are my target audience. And so there's a lot of steps that go on um, underneath this bigger goal, even though it's just your, your checkpoint goal. So then after you've done that, you're going to reflect throughout the process. So every quarter, you should put on your calendar today or whatever day you work on this process, put on a one hour reflection time period. And this is a no negotiable or not, sorry, this is a non-negotiable uh, date and appointment on your calendar. So you obviously some huge work meeting comes up fine. You have to move it around, but you need to move it. You can't just delete it. Okay, this is one hour where you need to close the door, tell your family you don't exist and work or go to a coffee shop where no one knows you and just put your head down and work. And it's a small amount of time to invest in these bigger goals. And during this time, you're going to kind of go back to that uh, part where you were reflecting on your past and look at what's happened over the last three months. And you're asking yourself, what's worked? What hasn't worked? is my goal even the right goal or am I totally in left field? Like maybe I thought I needed to do something and I actually don't and I'm going down a path I don't want to be on. Or this isn't getting me to where I thought I was going to go, but I actually like this better and I'm going to take this route instead. So I want you to also assess, am I following falling into those traps that I fell into in the past? Do I see myself repeating these things I don't want to repeat? And then after you've done that, you're going to look at the next three-month goals that you have set up, 
Um, so this would be looking, if you're doing this you know, around March 20th, you're looking at the goals for um, the three to six month time period of the year. And you're going to ask yourself, are those the right objectives for me to continue on this path? And if so, how am I going to reach them? Maybe you need to set monthly goals that will be real quick check-ins that you can do to, to make sure you're on track to get to where your bigger goal is. And so um, in the workbook, it goes through drilling down those quarterly goals to even smaller goals. So you can see how there are a lot of goals in a lot of spots where you are checking and making sure you are on the right track and making the progress you want to make. I know this probably sounds like so much work, and I hope that you're just sticking with me to consider this. But the truth is, it is a lot of work up front, but you're putting the work in now so that you have a path to follow. Sure, sitting down before a road trip takes a lot of time to plan out all the stops, all the hotels, how much, where you're going to stop for gas, how much food to bring, all of the steps that go into planning a successful road trip. But all of that success pays off big time when you're on the road trip, because if you didn't plan any of that, then you might be driving down I-80 having no idea where the next gas station is and you're almost on empty. Or you might show up in a, in a town and be like, there are no hotels here for me to stay. What am I going to do? Or you might not realize there's construction on the interstate and, you, and you're not sure how you're going to get to where you need to go. And there's no cell reception for a map or sorry, cell reception for you to kind of redirect. And so there's lots of things that can come up. And the more planning you do in advance, the more likely you are to stick to your goal. There's one caveat to this, and it's that I don't want this to be such a rigid roadmap that you are totally missing signs from the universe around you that this is not working. So that is the point of having these quarterly check-ins. And even you don't have to wait till that quarter. Let's say six weeks in, you're like, this is the totally wrong goal and I don't want to do it anymore. Instead of just scrapping it and saying, well, that was a failure, sit down and be intentional about how you reflect on what's happened and how you can take it to be what you want it to be. This goes for any aspect of your health that you want to work on. So your diet, exercise, mindset, anything. If you want to be successful, you need to have a plan. You need to reflect on how it's going. And then you need to track your progress on your way to reaching your goal. So I hope that you all found this extremely helpful as you are embarking on 2020. Um, you can grab the uh, free workbook download through the link um, in the show notes. And you can also watch that free one hour long live session on Facebook to solidify some of this. Um, but this is basically a summary of what I talked about there. Um, I hope that you all have a great uh, first week of 2020. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. All right. Bye.